Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. With me today are my fellow Master Gardeners. Karen Wright. And Harvey Hess. Hey, you know, the end of the month, this really is the time when we can say, gee, I think we've had our last frost now, and it's safe to put out the warm weather plants. So Karen, uh, you've already got your warm weather plants out. Well, I have a raised garden bed, so my Soil is warmer because it's 18 inches off the ground in this nice, perfectly draining soil. And so a lot of other folks, if you don't have that and it's in the ground, you have to wait until that soil is 60 degrees for warm weather plants. And we're talking tomatoes, we're talking peppers, we're talking eggplants and those sorts of things. So Harvey, how do we know if the temperature of the soil is 60 degrees? Well, if you crawl over to Wasika over there, uh, they have... uh, check it every day the experiment station experiment station they check it every day for for at the four inch uh, depth and that's where they get their and also a, a kind of a rule of thumb too is that the nighttime temperature when the nighttime temperature isn't going Below 60. Below 60, that the soil is going to be warmed up. But, of course, this depends on the type of soil you have. So if you have soil that drains readily, it's going to dry out faster. It's going to get warmer faster. And so uh, you can kind of tell. Some people do have You can get a thermometer that you can stick in the soil, too. And just remember, you go down to the 4-inch depth and then... You've done that. You had a special soil thermometer. Yes, yes, that's right. And also, I like to measure the temperature of the soil in my compost pile because here again, it's really important uh, for the uh, things to break down to have the warmer soil uh, temperature in there. But other things that you want to do is uh, for the garden, getting the warm crops out, is uh, improve the soil. If if it just seems like we can never get enough organic matter into the soil because our soil here is really quite heavy. So, Harvey, you know, I know that you are the king of compost. You have <laughs> so much compost. Do you still use your tractor with a bucket on it? Oh, yes, I got a big pile. And I haven't gotten out there yet to remove, uh, remove the last year's for another space for another one, but uh, we'll get it there. Yeah, right. And and so you're always adding compost. Yeah, and I and I for my compost, I just take and I uh, move it in one way, and then I move it back, so it mixes it up and everything. You know, and I tend to use a lot of shredded leaves. I had a I have a leaf shredder, so in the fall, I take all my leaves and shred them, and I put them in bags, and then a lot of times I'll leave them, and they kind of they'll kind of mold down and they call it leaf mold it's not the bad kind of mold or anything it's just what they call it and that is excellent for adding com- uh, compost to the soil it's excellent and the other thing about it that the leaves can contain carbon which is one of the building blocks for all of life is to have that that carbon rich added to the soil uh, the other thing is this is a time when you plant your tomatoes or your peppers if you're going to use cages that's the time to put them on right there when you're first planting them. yeah when you put the plant in put the cage right there around it 
so you won't harm it when you if you're sticking it in later and it's too big and make sure they're heavy duty cages because you don't want them tipping over or blowing over we've got a lot of wind up where i garden sure harvey you know you have given us a tip from time to time on the depth of planting tomatoes because normally we like to plant things at the same level that they're growing at but there's an exception with tomatoes tomatoes take off the bottom leaves and stick that into the dirt too the stem because it'll root along the stem wherever it's in the ground. So yeah, because a lot of times you see they'll sell beat your beat your neighbor tomatoes, and they're these big things, and you put them in, they kind of tip over, and they're. It's better to start them smaller and smaller. bury them deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then the other thing is, uh, we always put the mulch down before we put the cages on, and because we use fabric, landscape fabric, and put grass clippings on there, and then we put this. Uh, a cage on there and then i usually put a, a steel fence post one of these little fence posts extra support by, uh, support and tie it to it yes yes and that's one of the things that i've learned to do too is uh, to use landscape cloth and uh, to cut holes in that to put my plants into and then to cover that landscape cloth and i use uh the uh the moldy leaves to put on top of that well you know there's uh, there's a lot going on right now if you need help or any questions you might have call your extension service until next time this is barb lampson along with karen wright and harvey hess wishing you happy gardening.